Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk. Now, today we would normally be talking about all things geeky, nerdy, and everything awesome, but True. we're doing things a little different. True. This week we have guests. Ooh. Welcome Hisani and Alberto. Hey, hey. what's up, guys? Yo. What did these guys do? So, <laughs> Hisani, you were actually on one of our older Hawk Talk episodes like a while, while yeah. back. I was on a few. That's and I, loved I first it. met you, actually. Yeah, I know. I loved it. I loved it. We had a couple really good Hawk mm-hmm. Talks, and I miss being on the show. Hell yeah. Welcome awesome. back, man. Awesome. Yep. So for the, those of you who don't know, they're here to talk about a very special project that's coming out very, very soon. And by the time you hear this, it's probably already out. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't you uh, introduce yourselves and talk about why you're here? <laughs> um I'm Alberto Triana, local filmmaker here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, this is my first time on Hawk Talk, so Ayo. quite the experience. Welcome. Thank you guys Welcome. for having me. Bow, 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 and uh, yeah, <laughs> on uh, I'm the uh, co-director, co-producer, co-cinematographer on Red Hood. It. Oh snap! Oh, snap. Yes, yes, and I am Hisani Johnson. I am a filmmaker here in Las Vegas, Nevada, as well. I am a collaborator on Isma Hawk. Whenever the guys have me around. And I am a co-bro to Alberto. I co-directed, wrote, edited, and co-produced Red Hood It starring... Noel Shepard. Your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. Reprising that Red Hood role. So what was actually the last project you collaborated with us on? Uh, Joker v. Joker. Joker vs. Joker. Your boy. Your boy. (laughs) Joker. Cool, cool, cool. I played Joker, then Jason Todd. Wow. Real Gemini. So the the latest project you guys have been up to is Red Hood It. Yes. Please, please, please let us know what that's about. No billionaire playboy. Not a world-class acrobat. I ain't the fastest man alive. I don't give a shit. I don't have a power ring. Don't command the seven seas. Not from an alien planet. Not a hero. When I find you, I'll do what none of them were willing to do. What none of them had the balls to do what they should have done a long time ago. I'll fucking kill evil. Yeah, what is this about? Yeah, what is it about? (laughs) Uh, Red Hood, it is a mashup film where we take Pennywise from the Stephen King universe and throw him into Gotham and, you know, see what it would be like if, what if all the evil in Gotham wasn't 20 or 30 different villains? What if it was one dark entity, you know, and just kind of see how that plays from there. So you just kind of go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Pennywise yeah, is a shapeshifter, right? Yeah, he's a shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. He feeds off of fear. He can be anything you're afraid of. So, I mean, it's like he's the Joker. It's like he's Scarecrow, Clayface, all of the things yeah. in one entity. And, it, Damn. you know, it's a it's a unique take. And, you know, I'm excited for it. Hopefully the fans like what we did. Absolutely. Hopefully, so, yeah. It's you know. very unique. I remember the first time I heard about this idea, I had just heard the concept. Mm-hmm. And... At first, I was like, how does that work? That That doesn't make any sense. And then when you explained it more and the more you talk about it, I'm like, 
Oh my god, this that's, is perfect. It makes for perfect. Each other. That's pretty much the same reaction everybody had. <laughs> uh, he had that reaction. Oh, we were literally watching the new It, and we're walking back to the car, and he's mm -hmm. like, "Bro, bro, Jason Todd, Red Hood versus Pennywise." <laughs> <laughs> is that how it came up? That's pretty much how it was. Pretty much. He just came in and just dropped it like that. I'm sitting there like, what? You're right. And <laughs> I, I shit you not. Can I say shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> oh, my God. Kids. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we were in the car in less than five minutes. I'm sitting there thinking about it and just eyes wide. I'm like, it makes total sense. I waited for it, too, because I knew it was going to light up. Because I, I knew it was something we should do, like, right off the bat. And... I knew it was going to take a minute for everybody to kind of figure it out. Mm -hmm. I remember I called Danny. I yeah. called Danny that same day and I told him, I asked him if he thought it was something that could go viral. Cause I believe Danny, I believe Danny is like the Neo of YouTube. I believe he can, <laughs> the he, can <laughs> see, <laughs> the he can see the code of YouTube and know what's going to go viral. So isn't he more like the Oracle? Uh, I don't know because I also feel like he, he's like the, the troll whisperer. He knows how to like, do this and stop all of their on oncoming okay. onslaughts. Yeah, that's fair. So he gets away with that stuff. And um, I told him, and he he was like, yes, I believe that's something people will respond to. Um, I think when we were making it, we were very aware that people were going to be slightly off put by it. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, but I'm a firm believer in the fact that there are 100,000, 200,000, a million versions of me out there. I believe if I can connect with everybody who has something in common with me, you know what I mean? And enjoy what I enjoy, then mm -hmm. hell, you know, it's going to be a big ass party of people enjoying what the hell I do. And I, and yeah. I really dig that. Yeah. So that's a great way. You guys wanted to do this and yeah. And uh, honestly, one of the things I love about it too, like, I mean, we are dealing with fan favorite characters. So there mm -hmm. are certain things that, you know, we, there's certain rules and guidelines we kind of have to follow. Yeah. But for the most part, we really try to be as original as we can and try to put a new spin on some stuff. And, but at the same time, stay true to the characters, stay true to the themes of everything that we're working with. Mm -hmm. So at least the fans don't completely hate us. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. It's literally something we think about every single time we do anything. Every decision we yeah. make, we're like, are the fans going to hate us? Like, though? Are, gonna are hate the us fans going to hate us? And, I guess it's a little easier for us when we decide because we are fans of the properties that exactly. we're making films for. Exactly. And it's Absolutely. bringing that perspective. All right. Segue. Yes. Fans hating us. Um, <laughs> we, we, okay. Please don't. Please don't. I'm we, sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> we put out the trailer last week and it was a really positive response. I was really yeah. happy with it. But the one thing people seem to like consistently dislike, which by people, I mean like literally 25 people, they had concerns about Noel's long hair. May really? I address that? Really? Because I only saw positive reception from that. But maybe I, I just didn't. I didn't I, hear a single thing about I, Noel's hair. I read. I read yeah, a couple same. people um, taking exception with the hair, and to be honest, it was something I specifically sought out, and I told Noel why. And for me, look, Noel has played Red Hood before in Nightwing the series. Plug. There Ooh. you go. <laughs> and when he did, he had. Short hair. Mm -hmm. For me, if people were going to in connect this in their heads, which they inevitably are going to, yes, for reasons, mm -hmm. um, obviously, <laughs> I wanted them to connect it and know that this was a character who had grown up. Mm -hmm. I, I literally looked at Noel and I said, "The long hair means to me that this character has grown up." Mm -hmm. Last time we saw him, he was a cub. He had short hair. Now we're seeing him. He's a man, and he has a mane, and he's trying to yeah. distance he, himself yeah. from. The he doesn't want to be the clean cut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like 
good son that yep. Bruce wanted him to be. He's not. He, I don't even know if he considers himself his son anymore, or you know, a part of the family. And I love that he is like he's his own. He's he's a lone lion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's trying to find his own pride. He's trying to establish his own rules in his territory in his city. And True. that is the rationale behind giving him the long hair. I mean, that's the one thing about the Bat Family that really throws me off is like. If you were reading the comics for the first time today and you looked at Jason and Tim and Dick and Damien, they all have almost the exact same look. Sometimes Jason has the little white streak, but they're yeah. all like dark haired, dark eyed guys. I mean, they may have blue blue eyes depending right. upon who's drawing them and, and things of that nature, but they all look fairly similar, even fairly similar to Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And that's always made me feel like I think they should look different. I think that, you know, specifically Jason, I can even yeah. see or people in Damien. Exactly. I They're individuals. People, yeah. I can even see people wanting some of them to be different races because it does look like someone took a rubber stamp. Exactly. And just yeah. bang, 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 oh, yeah. bang, bang. Clone, there's a bat I mean, we've been yeah. talking about this beforehand too with mm-hmm. uh, Tim Drake. And mm-hmm. we always imagine, at least in my eyes and Danny's eyes and maybe mine yours too. For too. Sure. Yeah. That, Tim Drake is uh, half Asian. Yep. Oh, that's Asian I always agree. Yeah. That's and I, how I picture I've him. I've always wanted to portray him as the smartest because he was always he is. he's the detective. Yeah, yeah, he's the one to figure out that who Bruce Wayne exactly. was without he's just stumbling one. into exactly. some room exactly. or ever having to set foot at Wayne Manor. Even right. he did mm-hmm. it from like newspaper clippings, right. clippings and whatnot. He's the most brilliant one. Mm-hmm. He's probably it's a better detective than Bruce in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah, you know, Dick is the athlete. Jason is the 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 black sheep. The the the, the rebel. Mm-hmm. Tim is the detective. Damien's the real son. Mm-hmm. So and to further distinguish them from one another, long hair, long yeah. hair, Deal with long it. hair don't care. <laughs> so um, if you guys don't know, I actually forgot to mention this earlier. This is actually not going on Ismahawk's channel. Uh, the actual short film. It is. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, premiering yeah. on right. our friends over at Robot Underdogs channel. Yeah, yeah. Your, your boy yeah. Donnie Shout and out your to girl them. Rita. Yep. Donnie and Rita, <laughs> Robot awesome. Underdog, Thank Dragon you. Ball Z, Light of Hope, wonderful mm-hmm. content creators. This yep. is uh, being released. The first uh, show to be released under the banner of Robot Underdog Presents. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those guys are doing such a great job at presenting other filmmakers' work and yes. shepherding in indie film. And mm-hmm. like, absolutely, that sort of dedication that sort of risk taking yeah what they're doing is awesome yeah it's incredible it's cool um also uh by the way this is not related to nightwing the series at all this is you and berto's mm-hmm. original idea yes right? how did yeah. how was the process of making this or how has it changed through the process as you guys develop the story and the concept more mm-hmm. um <clears throat> well originally i mean we were bouncing around with the idea we weren't sure where exactly we wanted to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we looked at the connections between the two universes to see what works, what doesn't work, what can we kind of play to our favor, you know, just twisting things here and there. Mm-hmm. And the more we did that, the more everything just, you know, it made sense and it connected and it made such an interesting story to show this, you know, to show Jason's journey and his struggle with what he's dealing with, mm-hmm. everything with the Joker and Pennywise, and then throwing him in with, you know, bringing in the character of Beverly and what she has to deal with. It just put these really different characters, you know, coming together at this one moment in time and see how this one character has affected them in all these different ways. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that was probably one of my favorite aspects of the film was just to see how 
the human side yeah. of Jason. Because even though the film, you know, it's a short film, I feel like we see so many different sides of him in such a short amount of time. Yeah. He's such a fleshed out character in such a short amount of time. Which is really cool. Because honestly, when I first heard about this, I didn't know it was going to be a short film. Was it always going to be a short film or was it a... Originally, we were just going to do kind of like a little test shoot, like a little demo thing and just tease somebody and... You know, it just kind of grew and got, you know, it just became a whole thing. And there yeah. was even a moment where, you know, me and Hassan are sitting there talking about it. And he's like, before we take on this journey, like, what if we put in all this effort and nobody watches it? And I was like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> like, let's do it. Like, I don't care if we get 10 million views. That's what made me commit. I, I don't care if we get 10,000 views. All that matters is if we get that one view, that person who really loved it and, you know, make that connection with somebody. Mm -hmm. Let's just go make a good film. Oh yeah, man. I I love how this idea spirals. For me, it was it was a lot more. It was ever changing. Know. Yeah, it was always and, changing. and it's it's yeah. very cerebral to me because I from I mean, and once again, he's the master of the domain when it comes to Jason Todd. But for me, looking forward, if this show was well received, what would I do next with it? Because my friends and the cast and crew of this, they're really pumped to do more, and and in a way, like we are too. Yeah. And as I think about it, I love letting my mind swirl around the idea of. Obviously, we have a Jason Todd who has a vendetta against the person who killed him or tried to kill him. Mm -hmm. But more is why? You know, why Why would this happen? Is this guy just insane? Or was he some sort of supernatural entity actually trying to feed on a child of Gotham and many others? Like, was Jason just like mercilessly killed for the fun of it by the Joker? Or was it Pennywise taking the shape of the Joker and trying to feed at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, once again, I mean, yesterday I heard the most interesting argument about Pennywise. And it was at the premiere of Red Hood. It was shortly mm -hmm. before you came. A fan came in. I didn't know him. We sat down and he talked and he said, uh, and, and someone said, who's the, is the villain Pennywise? And I said, yeah. And he said, actually, I don't believe Pennywise is inherently evil. And I, he was like, he's a supernatural entity. Is a lion evil because it wants to eat? And I said, well, I think the only difference between a lion and Pennywise is fear. When you have to torment something and torture it in order to make it taste better, that kind of pushes you away from yeah. predator and into asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, because yeah. you know what I, you're yeah. doing. Yeah. And I don't think Jason went down easy. I think in order to get Jason to be afraid, he, he had, had to, be, to tormented. be tormented, tortured, threatened, uh, you know, anything Manipulated. until he mm -hmm. finally broke. Hmm. And when he broke, you know what I mean? Like he began to feed and that's the moment. Can you imagine? And then it makes more sense as to why a character would come back and be so as Noel put it in the BTS of uh, Red Hood shattered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, he was tr made a victim yeah. in every sense of the word, yeah. like made helpless and then tortured until his spirit was broken completely. I would want to go after somebody who did that to me too, to, to, to kind of erase all that happened to totally. Me. And then to find that this, it wasn't just a crazed clown who did mm -hmm. this. It was a Something. supernatural entity that was doing it to hundreds of other kids. Hell no, I'm not gonna let that happen. You know what I mean? Yep. And 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 forget or or and and fuck all the the superheroes who decided they're being the good guy by not getting rid of this thing. Mm -hmm. you know? We're mm -hmm. losing kids every day because of this cat. Yep. So I love the idea that it just spirals into a very, very logical combination totally it really is yeah yeah hell yeah man what a journey for jason yeah <laughs> right. really how Absolutely. so how was that different for you preparing for this role being that you 
already played Jason Todd in our Nightwing the series. So yeah, this this Jason Todd was put in different circumstances. First yeah. of all, he was the lead, and he was. So I'd never seen it. I know I didn't watch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I didn't <laughs> you refused to see it. I specifically didn't watch the new it because I didn't want anything that Pennywise said or did. Like I wanted all of that to be new to me. If you specifically chose or wrote a line in there that was from in, that was in the movie, I would want to react organically, not react. That explains how. why the performance is so good. Watch <laughs> it, watch it. Dude, Dude Noel killed it. Also, Jeremy <laughs> Boone, who plays um, Pennywise, Pennywise incredible. Boone. Oh my god, god. he's so awesome, incredible, and that guys. makeup too. Yeah. Oh like, my god, it out. looks like we we stole footage from the film, like, <laughs> which I shocked us. Legitimately too. thought you did. In some <laughs> shots. I'm like, wait a minute. Bill? Who did the makeup, by the way? <laughs> Anna Miro. Uh, Anna Miro. Yeah, yeah. she is she my friend fantastic. from LA. She she drove in from LA to do the makeup for everyone. Because she was my friend. Mm-hmm. The only thing I paid for was gas and supplies, but she ordered them out of her pocket first and waited for us to reimburse her. This was a real labor of love. Noel did like over 13 days worth of work on this project, prep and shooting included. Yep. Training too. Yeah, training, and, training. and costume mm-hmm. fittings yep. and pickup shots and voiceover. We worked. Did my own stunts. We yeah, worked. He did his yeah, own he stunts. did do. And your he own did stunts. all that. He did it blind because he couldn't yeah, see he out of the house. You guys, when you watch this short <laughs> film, know that I can't <laughs> see <laughs> anything. And the but performance the red amazing. reflection of my eyes. That's literally all I can see. Wow. He's do- he, he's doing everything, and it looks one. The timing of everything was amazing because we knew he was blind, <laughs> and it and and like it was weird because I found myself directing you like you had full sight. Like <laughs> when he does this to you, make it work, and Noel would just nod, and then I walk away and yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how he's gonna make that work. There was this one part where we were filming, and I, uh, there's a scene where I'm walking down the hallway, and I noticed a balloon. Mm-hmm. But the first, like, I remember doing it. I'm like, wait, how am I going to see this? Because I fucking can't see anything. <laughs> so what they balloon? Had to, they had to cue me where the, where the balloon was coming. Yeah. yeah. I, need, I needed audible. I couldn't, my vision couldn't rely on it. Oh, man. That's actually why we had to remove a handful of fight scenes is because mm-hmm. the costume just wasn't permitting. Oh, it's wow, not, that's not really? anyone's fault. It's just we had to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Adapt, yeah, man. Improvise. Mm-hmm. We can do this. So, what? What other issues did we run into film filming? Oh Talk god. about the second day of filming. Oh, oh my god! So we're on day two. We're filming the uh, opening sequence for the film. We got the mercenaries, all that stuff going down, and things were going great. We were running multicam, and about halfway through the day, kicking butt. One of <laughs> it just it just snowballed. So initially, uh, one of my lenses just decided to explode for some reason. I don't know explode? why. I don't know how or why, but the back end of the lens like just popped off. It was it it, it just it, coll- it crunched in half like yep. an ice cream. Cone. It was in two pieces, and I remember because I literally got that lens in the mail that morning. I opened the box on set. So oh, happy. It was wow. like Christmas. I was like, yay, my new lens. And then we set it up, and then Hassani comes by like, yo, bro, your lens exploded. Your lens is broken. I'm like, what? What? That's what? Are you worst that sense doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So and I'm like, no, this can't be right. And I walk over, and my lens is in two pieces. I was like, holy shit. Um, oh, no. So I went and like cried in the corner for a little bit. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, they continue shooting, and... Uh, Put another lens on that camera. Then less than what? Less than five, five minutes. minutes later, 
that lens is stuck on the camera now. So now we had that lens explode. This other lens was stuck to the camera. Just like jammed. And like just jammed. Stuck. So there Dude, was like was a, not budging. Yeah. And he was, Hassani was cranking it and cranking it and just nothing. It was not giving. Uh, we ended up having to take it to, uh, what do we go to Lowe's the next day? Yeah. We had to break the lens off. Then yep. we had, in order to get the back end of the lens out of the camera, we had to go to Lowe's. Put it in a vice. Yep. Grab the camera and just turn oh it. Oh my and the, shit. And, the lens, and the lens mount just shattered. Yep. Oh Luckily, it shattered in a way where I could take it completely yep. off, put all the pieces into a, a a package, mail it back to the manufacturer, yep. mail the pieces of the lens back to the manufacturers, made a call to both of them. The yep. very next day, they both, without being prompted, Zine, it was a Zine lens. Yep. And then the guy who makes the mount is the from, Ari, yeah. it, what's it, what's the manufacturer's name? Um, Latex. 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 Yeah, Latex. Yeah. Yeah. I have a mount. They, they, yeah. Yeah. There you dope. go. David? The, yep, David mm -hmm. from Latex replaced it for free for the cost of yep. shipping. Zine replaced it for the cost of shipping. Wow. They didn't charge Shout us. Out to David. <laughs> and yeah, it took you. us a month to get every, everything, everything back, back up and running. And get, uh, you know, to a get the lens month. back on. <laughs> yeah. But we we used that month to come back stronger, to rework yep. things, to make stuff easier for Noel inside yep. the helmet, to find other stunt performers. Absolutely. To, you know, just a blessing to, in disguise. Though. Yep. Pretty much. We took it up a notch. Yeah. We didn't just sit there. Mm -hmm. And um, once again, we didn't have to spend any money to get anything fixed, which no. was a huge blessing. Couldn't be more thankful. Yeah. Man. I mean, it was it 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 sucks because you don't ever want to go through that, obviously. But yeah. honestly, it turned in we turned it into a positive experience. And mm -hmm. I think that's one of the best things that I love about like our team and everything we do. Anytime mm -hmm. we're hit with adversity, we're like, okay, this sucks. But let's roll with the punches. How are we going to make this even better? Let's mm -hmm. use this to make a creative choice. Mm -hmm. Let's not make a choice that we feel like we're stuck to. You know, even with some of the stunt sequences where, yeah, we had a lot more elaborate choreography we wanted to do, but mm -hmm. we decided, you know what? We're not going to just cut it for the sake of cutting it to be easier. Let's make a strong character choice. Mm -hmm. You know, we have this character who, for all intents and purposes, he's a gunslinger, mm -hmm. you know? One even of the, the biggest, yeah, even way. the costume design, he's like a gunslinger. And honestly, one of the things that always bugs me is when I see a character who uses guns walk in and fist fight everybody for 10 minutes and then <laughs> decide to use a gun. And I'm like, well, if you had that the whole time, yeah, like, yeah. why were well, you wasting your faster. time? Just blow, you know, just shoot this guy. <laughs> do what you do, you know, <laughs> you know, totally. so, um, you know, but it, it works for the character. It works for, you know, his attitude, the edge. He doesn't want to waste mm -hmm. any time. So we found ways to make the helmet more functional too. Yeah. yeah. To like not absolutely. just be an ornament, essentially. It's a tool he uses. Yeah, I really absolutely. like the way that you guys use the helmet. Mm -hmm. It's simple because we, we, we kind of, I mean, we, we kind of made the character functional. Yeah. Very resourceful. Like, yeah. uh, I love the costume choices and the way we design. Uh, Guy from Garage Guy Effects. Caldwell. Yep. Guy Caldwell. He is such an indie film friendly costume designer out of Arizona. Hard and efficient worker, he was man. So, he was so instrumental to mm -hmm. the success of this film. He, he was just so amazing. He took weeks building all of our costumes for free. Yeah. And he, he even paid for shipping to get them to us. He deserves all the credit it in the did world. Not wow, feel like weeks to me, dude. It no. felt that this shit moved so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like I didn't have enough time to train. It moved yeah. so fast. <laughs> Guy There's really a lot of he, stuff going on. He killed it. He yeah. killed it. And yeah. he he took all of our critiques of what we were doing as we were, like we he sent us pictures like uh, daily. Yeah. So and we would like, see the progress each step of the way. That's, That's incredible. And the motif of the costume was to make it. We another way we wanted to separate Jason from the Bat family is that he doesn't have money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dick 
Dick Grayson has his family's money, and then he's Bruce's son. Right. Mm-hmm. Damien is obviously League of Shadows. Right. Uh, Bruce's son. son. Yeah. yeah. And Tim, well, his parents died. His dad died later on, but there might have been some life insurance. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Bruce's kid. Mm-hmm. Jason and him don't really get along because of what the choices Jason's are making. Jason's making. And I and imagine if even if Bruce is offering the money, Jason will Jason take it. Take Absolutely. It. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Or he'd literally take it. Or he'd so, <laughs> he forcefully take it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no permission uh, needed. So I kind of I kind of feel like the costume reflected mm-hmm. that he's he's being as resourceful as possible. And His getting, helmet's all messed up, but mm-hmm. he doesn't feel the need to fix it because it's still working. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't need to look, he doesn't need to look pretty. It just yeah, yeah. needs to work. I love the chest piece, the chest piece, oh, the way yeah. it's like riveted on and mm-hmm. like bolted onto like a flak jacket. So yeah. he has extra protection. The way he uses his gauntlets. Yeah. Yeah. The gauntlets actually, they're not just for a cool look in this. They're actually functional. Yeah. Yeah. He killed some fools. With it. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, brutal. Man. I was like, whoa. Your boy yeah. gets violent with it. Yeah. Not so, see that coming. And we do. Yeah, we do put a disclaimer because we did want to. I mean, we kind of view Jason as. Punisher? Punisher. Yeah. Punisher of the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. Really? So yeah. I would say, you know, we wanted to push that idea. We obviously wanted him to have an attitude different than like mm-hmm. Nightwing. So it's not the most upbeat yeah. of projects, yeah. but yeah. it's definitely energetic. It moves. Mm-hmm. It has it's not a like you're going to make a Punisher movie and not have it rated R. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's got a little bit of a potty mouth. So mm-hmm. kids, you know, get <laughs> your parents permission. I virgin ears. <laughs> <laughs> I remember first day on set, or maybe it was second day on set, one of the days on set, I didn't know whether or not we could curse. Like, I like what was in the <laughs> script, what was in the script, of course, but like... I remember being on set. I'm like, do they like do, do they not want me to curse? Because <laughs> can I say this? Superheroes <laughs> like kids. Are and then, and then I remember it's like, can, can I say nobody gives a fuck? And he, and he was like, yeah, yeah, totally. You could say. That. I was like, cool. Oh, I okay. love the choice. We love oh, yeah. Tarantino. Absolutely. <laughs> Noel made some choices that changed the course of the script in a lot of ways, like for the better. Oh, for wow. the better. That's cool. In a really big way. Like we were. Like after he made that, it changed the tone in which I edited and mm-hmm. the way we shot yep. and directed the rest Absolutely. of the film. And then Noel did in his wild sound sessions at the at the sound studio made choices that helped mold the story in a really good way. Yep. Both with the lines he made and the lines he suggested to his his fellow actors. So Damn. I mean Well thanks, man. Yeah, no, yeah well, no, well, I mean, finally we doing really, something. Really, really, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Right. Shots fired, cool, cool. Shots uh, fired. What are some of the things I suggest? I remember I, I, I. One of the things I suggested was actually killing the dude. Yeah, that, that I was, that was torturing. Huge. That wasn't yep. in Spoilers. the script. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, they've already seen it. Sorry, oh, hopefully yeah, you've yeah, already yeah. seen it. Hopefully you've already seen it. That, um, but that was a wait, big one. Jason Todd killed someone. <laughs> I know, but that was that was a, that was a, that was a big choice. It was you know like I mean to choose between possibly gaining the audience's favor by being merciful or maybe losing them for being too callous. Yeah, it was a, it was a big it was a big choice, but the way you played it in later scenes yep. and especially the a pivotal scene with uh Veronica who plays yep. Beverly. Yep. Shots to Veronica. Yeah, uh, uh she killed it. They killed that that scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. I really I think that's my favorite it's, scene. It, yeah. Me too. And you between brought it the back. two characters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, was a powerful a, scene. It was such a beautiful scene. Yeah, but you brought it back and like I said, I was concerned. I was like How's he going to dig himself out of this? I was kind of too, because like, <laughs> you see, at the beginning, you see him just like 
murder these people. And you're just like, damn. And yeah, then he dude. just keeps going. Keeps murdering. Keeps killing. Murder. Keeps going. Keeps killing. You're just like, this guy bodies. is hella mean. I think, I think uh, in your wild sound sessions when you were improvising, and we would give you notes. We would give you a general direction to yeah. go, and you would make it more authentic. Mm-hmm. And then I think you made some suggestions to Nathan, who plays several characters in this film. I don't want to give that away. But several cool characters in this film, and he used them amazingly. And nice. it just... It made that scene pop. Yeah, uh, a lot of the choices uh, Noel and we made also pushed more into the place where you could actually laugh yeah. at yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Like last night during the premiere, people were clapping and laughing in between scenes. They were. And that's, that's what cool, I was yeah. most proud of. I think they laughed the a little bit more than we good. thought they were. Yeah, we, we, they laughed during scenes where we found it humorous, but we didn't know it was going to play that funny. By the lamp. <laughs> and yeah. I yeah. was proud of that. That Hell was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Some good laughs. It means they're so, engaged. You know? Yeah, yeah, they were they were totally in it. So, awesome. and we hope you guys laugh that much too. I hope. Yes. So. Not too much though. <laughs> Not too much though. It's uh, still a heavy <laughs> thing. A moderate amount of laughs, <laughs> please. We yeah. don't want to get too much. By the way, how? So, uh, you guys mentioned it that you mm. premiered last night. As of this recording, the premiere was at Millennium Fandom last night. How did that go? Uh, it went fantastic. Um, shout out to Alex at Millennium Fandom Bar in Las Vegas. Yep. Best bar in town. Love those guys. They are just so supportive of the indie arts and they everything really that they do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of it. And I mean, it was a wonderful place. And I mean, the turnout was a lot. It was a lot more than I was expecting, to See, be completely yeah, honest. Really? I knew and, it was going to uh, be packed. I already I knew. No well, because <laughs> I, I just expected people to be like, yeah, I'll be there. And then and they're, they're like, oh, yep. sorry. Yeah. Man, but people showed up. Like, yeah, it was people cool. showed up. That was it a was great turnout. I was working and I, I felt bad because it's like I wasn't sure if I was going to be there on time because I was actually working a job and I actually drove straight to the premiere. Yeah. Damn. And um, Hey man, fashionably oh, late. <laughs> my God, it was insane. I was like, you guys were the star. Of course you had to be late. Dude, I'm like <laughs> driving to the bar and I'm like changing my shirt. I'm putting like deodorant <laughs> on. I'm like, oh my God. You drive oh my past God. the bar and it's I packed. have like mouthwash. Like, Meanwhile, I'm me and Hassania, they're like an hour. Early. <laughs> <laughs> they're just Eating hanging out. Yeah. Oh man. So Danny, me and Angela pulled up uh, in my car next to the bar and it was just people walking in, people walking in. I'm yeah. like, oh, wow, <laughs> this yeah, is cool. Yeah, yeah. This is a thing. I was nervous. I was nervous. I went to the bathroom like five times before we screamed. <laughs> I was pretty nervous like, too, man. I, had I a was few pretty drinks. nervous. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know I was going to be that nervous. And like, I mean, I had become numb to the project. I had no idea what the hell we had. Yeah. I, I There were times where I was like, oh, You've yeah, You've just it was been good. staring at, at it so long. And other times where it was just, I'd watch it and there'd be nothing. So I was 100% relying on other people, but I think they were getting to the point where they had just been a part of it so long, they were getting numb too. So I felt pretty clueless as to what sort of reception we were going to get. I was hoping that pure heart. Yeah, and I, I feel like piggybacking off of that, like as the filmmakers, I feel like you guys, you know, you guys mm-hmm. get it too. When you get so close to it, mm-hmm. you forget a lot of the good things you did because you're always looking at the shot you missed or something that wasn't quite yeah. right. You missed focus, you missed that or... I really you wish I could your, get that take back, yeah. you know. You are your own worst critic. Absolutely. Totally. And, you know, sometimes you get lost in that and, you know, you think about it and you got to step back and you're like, you know what? No, just have faith in the project. You had a good mm-hmm. time. Let them see it. And yeah. hopefully they don't see those mistakes, mm-hmm. that, you know. Trust your instinct, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as you guys were saying before, you didn't know how the reception was going to go. And even if people, like, if hardcore fans weren't receptive to the idea, I at least— run. 
no, no. I was just saying, like, even if they weren't receptive to the idea, at least they can see the heart that was in the short film. I hope film. so. Yeah, I was yeah. hoping so, and I, I hope so. I hope that's so with you guys. I hope you can see how much effort we put into it, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay to give constructive criticism because Lord knows I want to get better. Absolutely. I want to have a bigger budget, obviously, to try and do mm-hmm. this sort of thing with you guys. I would, you know, I would love to be able to mature to the point where I could do this for real one day yeah. for you guys to Dude, be able to help. Hold up. No, no, no. You're already doing this for real. It's a really okay? good point. That's True. a really good point. Don't talk like There's that. There's a really good point. <laughs> There's a really good point. And I mean, I, I, I just want to be able to do more of it, if anything, yeah. for you guys. And, and preferably not at the expense of the people who already are kind hearted enough to put their time into it. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to reimburse them. I would love to be able to uh, have them pay their bills off of something like this one day. And that's yeah. ultimately where we're working toward. This is totally. this project is to entertain like-minded people and to bring people who haven't really engaged with these wonderful properties to bring them to the table, to, to mm-hmm. have them share in something we love so much yeah. mm-hmm. and to test ourselves. Yeah. A show of a show. It's a good, it's a good, like check yourself moment. This is exactly where I stand at this moment. You know, with the giving resources and and tools I have at my disposal, this mm-hmm. is what I can produce in X amount of time. And it lets me know where I need to work. You know what I mean? It's almost like a boxer. I gotta work my footwork or I gotta work mm-hmm. my head movement or I gotta work my left. It a keeps you bit more. sharp. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I do. I've, I'm watching this. I, I absolutely know what I need to work on. And most of it is just in prep. It's prep, you know? I need to mm-hmm. not accept locations that <laughs> yes, yes. because they're the only one I can find at the moment. I need to stop panicking and accepting things that I know aren't ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would give that advice to any uh, filmmakers like us out there. You know better. You feel it in your gut. Keep looking. If your team... Yeah, do it, do it for your project. Yep. Do it for your team. Yep. No, They'll they stick with better. you. Yeah, they will. We were terrified that, that people wouldn't stick with us. And to be honest... That feels fucking silly right now, guys. Like, they, our camera broke, and the first thing everybody did was walk up to us and say, let us know when you need us again. Yeah, This was great. You guys were super pro. One of the people saw me trying to twist the lens off the camera, and they were like, I don't know how you're holding such an expensive camera and so cool right now. If any other filmmaker was doing that, they'd be screaming and cursing yeah, right dude, now. Yeah, you were, you were pretty... And I uh, mean, I know you were stressed and tripping I was, inward, I was pretty, but yeah. like... On the baby. outside, you were holding it together, dude. Yeah, that was my was... baby. And I just kept trying. And, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't believe how much positivity. Like, Vegas, I have to say, we have. I have never experienced this sort of positivity because of something I've done in film. Not at all. I've, I've never had so many people rally around me, both in good times and in bad. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> both it's in okay, good man. times and in bad. And... I haven't had this many people to celebrate with when when I, when the project comes to completion, and it's a hell of a feeling. I mean, mm-hmm. I hope that any young filmmaker out there watching this film or that takes any sort of inspiration for what we've done um, can experience. I mean, I consider myself a little bit of a lone wolf. A year and a half ago, I found this guy on Instagram, and we've been working really hard ever since. I've been working with these guys for a couple years now, off and on, and. Yeah, give yourself the opportunity. Trust you will find your 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 pack. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I mean, look at I'm on Hawk Talk right now. This is not Jeremy's project, but he went out of his way to open up his show to help mm-hmm. us get the word out. 
Yep. You know, and you will find your pack. Go find your pack because it's going to take all of us for one of us, if not all of us, to get to where we're going. For sure. Yep. We're all in the same boat. Well put, yeah. man. And just to go off of that, too, just I mean, just something that I would like to express to anybody watching this aspiring filmmaker, mm-hmm. uh, content creator, anything. You have more power than you think you do. Don't think because I don't have a fancy camera and I don't have a hundred people to help me with this and I don't have money to make a project. Don't let that stop mm-hmm. you. Get started. Do something. Start shooting. I mean, even if it's with your phone, it'll come. Just, just, just start doing it. Mm-hmm. Heart just, and just imagination go. goes a long way. Yes. Yeah. People, don't let anything stop you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are attracted to passion. So Absolutely. If you put Absolutely. your passion and your love into everything you do, people will come. Yep. It'll always be scary, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, It'll absolutely. always be scary. It will falter. I'm not going to say it's <laughs> easy. It's definitely not easy. You know, but your limitations, they they, they breed creativity. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying, the, the, the way we pivoted, I mean, a lot of our pivots were because we would cast stunt actors and they wouldn't, they would change their plans on us last minute. So we decided to, instead of trying to just be razzle dazzle with kicks and punches, we would razzle dazzle with character. Mm-hmm. Yep. We put our, we, we cast our lead. Now put some stock in your lead. Let them, let them show the world why this character and why he is so special. Mm-hmm. And he 100% did because this film, you're in every scene. You're in every scene. Oh, wow. You carry the <laughs> <Yeah>. film. <laughs> I guess I am. Holy shit. You carry the film and you're speaking in every scene. You're doing Damn, incredible yeah. stuff. Like, and we took the hood off. Yep. Because his face is a great tool to work with. It was contractual a contractual obligation. It was our best storytelling tool. Yeah. You know, fancy cameras, yeah. sound gear, your script is awesome, but ultimately I wasn't doing an animation. So my biggest tool to communicate what I wanted to to you was this dude's mug. <laughs> and it worked. Long hair and all. (laughs) Long hair and all. We know who you are. (laughs) So you guys have been talking about a lot of aspects of the trials and tribulations of this project. But tell me about your favorite moments about this whole process so far. Uh, I'll let you go first because I got to think about it. (laughs) Uh, My favorite moment. Oh, God. Another Hallmark moment. You ready, guys? Let's do it. Uh, yesterday during the premiere, um, watching the dedication to my dad. Uh, my dad passed uh, right before we went into production. And for a little bit, I considered putting this off. Uh, we went through so much uh, trips to the ER. Yeah. Um, yeah we had equipment breakdown. We lost locations. My, my dad passed. And being able to dedicate to them, this is the first film I have ever made where I wasn't able to send him a link or show him and get his feedback. And because of how much support I got here in Vegas from these guys and from my team and from my girlfriend, everybody, really, even people who, in all honesty, we could consider rivals because they make other fan films in town. And you know, people want that attention. They want that fans. They stepped out on themselves and they gave us props and they were there and they clapped during the dedication of my dad. And then this gentleman surprised me with a plaque to commemorate my father's life and the things he taught me. That's a moment I can't beat. Damn, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's awesome, dude. I love you, bro. 
I love you too, baby. <laughs> yeah, favorite moment, or you still thinking? I don't think I can top that like, <laughs> ever, in, in any universe. Sonny, what are you Earth, doing? Uh, what are we doing? That's I, I can't. Um, I'm still on a high from it, man. That was great. <laughs> this is, okay, it's that kind of show. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to Hawk Talk. Um, honestly, you know, it's going to sound weird, but some of my favorite moments, not in the moment, but looking back on it, mm-hmm. were the moments where... I was struggling. It's weird to say that. I feel like it's weird to say that, but I look back on it now and I feel like Red Hood, this project, Red Hood, it made me a better filmmaker, made Mm -hmm. me a better director, a better cinematographer. And one of the things I will take away from this project is one of the things I love working with Hassani is that he pushes you, you know, Mm -hmm. he pushes you out of your comfort zone. How many times Mm -hmm. he's on set going, Bert, you're being rigid. Don't be rigid, Bert. (laughs) He's Tina Fey. And it's just like, you know, and and I'm sitting there and I want to get frustrated. I'm like, no, let me do it. But I I had to stop, check my ego. I'm like, no, I am being rigid. I am, you know, I need to Mm. step out of my comfort zone and dare to be great, you know, dare to do something better, you know, and as, as frustrating as it was and, you know, I try new things and sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't, Mm -hmm. but I have to trust in the team and I have to trust that Hisani has my back and he did. And by the end of it, I feel like a much better filmmaker. Um, He was, he was on, he was on 95% of the time. I would say only, he only faltered when he was tired because we were doing many, many tasks. And to be honest, it was rewarding to see on the last day. I didn't need to do any of that. And the last day is the day we shot the Pennywise scene and this cat was finding angles I didn't see and we needed them. And that scene is incredible. That Mm -hmm. all the scenes in the Veronica scene or uh, or the Beverly scene and the Pennywise scene, like Noel looks like a million and a half dollars on screen. Pennywise looks like a million and a half dollars. Veronica is just uh, she shines, just, dude. Just that is her scene. Gooping. Oh my god. Emotion that all tier. over the scene. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. And she yeah. hit it almost yep. every, every single every take. Oh, every wow. take. Every single time, time, dude. Yep. Holy dude, crap. Oh, it was phenomenal. Incredible. I was just like, damn, how am I so- <laughs> She was incredible. <laughs> how? She was incredible. Wow. I did not so, know that. She was amazing. Um I mean This was oh. a, this was her first film, too. Absolutely. Like this was her first acting. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she was actually a part of like I've I've known Veronica for about a year and she's been like a PA and helping out, like, I want to learn film, I want to yeah. do this, I want to get into writing. And we start talking to her about, you know, okay, let's, you know, see how you can work on the crew. Mm-hmm. And through that conversation, she mentioned, you know, I have taken theater and I'm interested in acting, Let's but I haven't honest. done anything. Let's be honest, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what the truth was. She was too modest to yeah. admit she had absolutely. aspirations oh, absolutely. to act. Absolutely. We had to pry it out of her by saying, what do you really want to do? Yeah. What Like, What's what are your, your goals? needed to yeah, have that yeah. talk. <laughs> and she finally admitted to us over coffee, I feel like I'd be a decent actor. And we read her. Yep. We, yeah, we had her come in, audition for it, and gave her the role right on the spot. Mm-hmm. She and killed it. She blew me away, dude. That's awesome. Like, what she, a story. She was phenomenal. <laughs> She's amazing. And she didn't, once again, like the hazards of selling yourself short, yep. assuming you may not be able to get stuff done. We almost fell for that on this because, you know, you try to you try to stay within your means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You, you kind of, you don't want to, you don't want to <laughs> fail. We understand. Like, Swinging for the fences sometimes it's easier to bunt. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, sports. She, yeah, sports. Sports. <laughs> yeah, <now>. sports. And, <laughs> uh, love fumble. Sports. Touchdown. Uh, <laughs> uh, My fa- if I had if I had to pick a favorite moment, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, 
I think my favorite moment was uh, honestly, dude. I had a lot of fun doing the ADR. The yeah. ADR was yeah. a lot of ADR fun. Was so much fun. That's when the movie. I was like, this is gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> hearing him from yep. the studio. How, how did the yep. sessions go? Because I keep hearing about the ADR sessions being like really awesome. I. But no one's told me the stories there'll, there'll from it. There'll be some BTS of it, but you go ahead. No, uh, so, so yeah, we go into the studio and... Uh, Shout out to... Dog, Dog and Pony. Dog, Dog and Pony. Pony. James John Zaku. John McClane. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, if you guys it. didn't know, Dog and Pony uh, actually did the sound for the trailer of Nightwing the series when it was coming out. Yep, oh, yeah, yep. they did. So shouts out to Dog and Pony. Hey, yo. So <laughs> the, the ADR session was super fun. So we go in there. Um... And the setup is super sick, (laughs) like a solid setup. Um, And they asked me to go in the booth and and, uh, what was the first scene that we were doing? Was it the 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 opening? Opening, yeah, yeah. The opening from the from the helmet. Um, So on set uh, for the opening sequence, uh, it's the like Jason Todd is killing the bad guys, and on set I was I didn't have any lines, I didn't say anything. But in ADR is when we basically made up the lines, when you guys made up Mm -hmm. the lines, and. If you guys don't know, ADR stands for automated dialogue replacement. True. So it's usually for you would record the actor's lines after the fact, after you have already shot the scene. Just yep. you know, you can also call reasons. it wild sound. You yeah. can call yeah. it wild sound. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're riffing a little bit. Yeah, which exactly. Noel is incredible at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Oh yeah. So um, so we did that. It was like me talking at first, and then we needed to get like Foley or like me grunting like during fight scenes and stuff mm-hmm. and I was having a blast dude I was just moving around I like had to put the headphones down because I didn't want the wire to like moving to like interfere with the audio so I was just like I <laughs> alright so, let's do it <laughs> advice that I've gotten from uh, several trusted actors and sound designers sound engineers say that in order to close as closely fuck in order to <laughs> accurately Get to how like you were breathing and acting mm-hmm. on set is just literally do it. Just yeah, you would have to act out, out the scene. Exactly. The physicality. Like of when it. you yeah, see yeah. that 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 uh, behind the scenes shot of Hugh Jackman like doing that ADR, like he was getting oh, he into was it because he had ham. to. His character was running and for his Wolverine. Was, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was doing, and for some reason, I guess they weren't expecting that out of me. They didn't <laughs> like I don't know, but they loved it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they absolutely yeah, hated awesome, it. Up. Like when John realized you were actually acting because we were listening in the other room and in my head I was going there wasn't a window they couldn't see yep. it in the yeah, yeah. but we could oh. hear them we could have conversations with them and we were like "What?" I, in my head I just kept going holy shit this is, is turning out way there? better than <laughs> this is like he sounds really good I was like this is gonna play really good is he actually killing and every someone scene, in there? <laughs> like every scene like I was actually pretty exhausted because we've been doing this for a long time and totally. I had edited the film in a very short amount of time and yeah uh, fast. I wasn't eating the greatest, you know, I was like, staying up too late. And then I was like buzzing because just home run after a home run after a home run. And I was like, I really love what he's doing in here. And then John runs in. He's like, holy shit, get the camera. He's moving around. He's like, get the camera. I'm going on the boom. He's on the floor. And he he's runs on the in floor. with the boom. Oh, and that's right. Yeah, he came in with the boom to like capture me moving around and stuff. Wow. I just remember him saying, he's on the floor. He's on the floor. He's getting on the floor. Good stuff. Good stuff. Wow, it was wow, fun, wow. man. And, that's and awesome. I guess my other favorite part was the actual premiere, like mm-hmm. seeing everyone mm-hmm. turn out and that was fun. the support, mm-hmm. all the community. Good mm-hmm. love, man. That's awesome. Good stuff. Sounds like an awesome time all around. Yeah, yeah. So to wrap it up, uh, I actually am curious where you guys are headed now after this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Any plans to continue this or whatever future projects you want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, 
obviously we're getting this out there. Let the fans see, you know, hopefully they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, if, and we, if they do. And if they do, we would love to come back and uh, do another do another one and uh, continue the story because I think we got something special here. And I personally would love to see where the story goes. And uh, outside of that, uh, Hassani and I have a couple feature films that we're making this year. And uh, we're really excited to, you know, st- use this momentum that we just finished with Red Hood and roll into those. Um, we also have a trailer that leads into yep. uh, Red Hood, uh, which we like. We hope you guys enjoy. That's an, I mean, we want to do these two features and yep. then we want to come back to this and maybe go into something even more ambitious by mm-hmm. being able to knock out something else special for you regarding the trailer that leads into mm-hmm. Red Hood. And we actually want those to be shared. We want Once Red to Hood universe. to be affected yeah. by it, to, yeah, yeah. for it to be, you know, within sight in a sense. You know what I mean? In oh. the distance, something else is happening. You know, meanwhile, in this city. So if you watch the trailer and you dig it, if you watch the film and you dig it, yep. you got to let us know. Ask for a Kickstarter. We may do it because yeah. we're going to need all the help we can get going back Absolutely. into this. And By the way, send me the latest script for that. Absolutely. <laughs> I will. Yeah, the script for the trailer that leads into Red Hood. I'm so proud of it. It, it won me s- plenty of awards. I, it, I was a uh, oh, wow. semi-finalist <laughs> at Austin Film Festival with that script, and I didn't even spell check it. <laughs> like so Damn. yeah i wasn't even i wasn't expecting it it was it was like my first big swing and they you know they send you a personal letter and they let you know everything you did great and they overlooked lesson to be learned they overlooked all of the uh typos to to just tell me what i did well and that this would live well as a series that's so guys yeah. that's i really yeah. really really hope you guys dig everything we did we put a lot of heart into it worked our butts off um, hopefully we can share the trailers for our features with you guys, you know, uh, at some point and awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us and thank you for having us. us. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you very much. Jeremy. Thank you. Appreciate you. Good time. Uh, if you guys would like to keep supporting our future projects you can check us out on patreoncom slash Ismahawk and, uh, sharing our videos, sharing this episode would be awesome. Please check out Red Hood. It's where can they find it? Uh, you can find it on Robot Underdog 2, I believe, is the actual YouTube channel. But mm-hmm. if you just type in Robot Underdog, Underdog you'll, find you'll find it. And awesome. where can they find you guys? What's mm-hmm. what's your handles, your socials? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Subair Media, S-A-B-E-A-R Media, and Twitter at Berto Triana. Boom. And you can find me on Instagram at Hisani J, H-I-S-O-N-N-I-J, <laughs> and on Twitter at Hisani. Boom. Awesome. And you can follow us on all socials at Ismahawk. Boom. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you. See you later. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>